I know you've maybe had a real hangover, especially one past 25, but have you ever had an expectation hangover? What's up, Pod Squad? Welcome back. I am so jazzed to be here today. I know I took last week off like completely. I'm talking off the grid, no social media. I was just skiing and being one with the snow and the mountain. And it was honestly so great. So all that stuff they say about unplugging, you'll feel better or take a break or go rogue. Honestly, it works. And if you haven't done it in a while and you're feeling like, you know, like when you would get all frustrated to the point where you would almost want to throw your MacBook out the window and then you'd call the genius bar and they would be like, blah, 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 blah. And they would say like all these things and then they would simply say it like you know midway through the call after you've been troubleshooting and you're getting more frustrated they'd be like well have you restarted it lately have you rebooted it lately have you unplugged it lately and you're like I'm going to scream <laughs> but for real like that is it's so real. It's so true. If you haven't done it in a while, it's absolutely necessary because you come back with a fresh perspective, you feel better and you can just tackle, you can tackle the world. You feel like you can tackle it all again forever and ever. Amen. But today I wanted to talk about something that has come up a few times actually in the last week or the last, really the last 48 hours. And I think it's really important because I always say what's personal is universal and it's heavy on my heart right now. I feel like it might hit for some of you out there. So we talked about imposter syndrome a little bit in one of the more recent episodes. I'd say in the last 10, we'll put it in the last 10 episodes of, you know, you get to this point and you're doubting yourself or you don't think it looks a certain way that it should look or it doesn't feel the way it should or you're questioning your worth or it's all based on that fear of not being good enough, right? And what I want to talk about today, it's not actually the opposite of imposter syndrome. So it's literally not on the polar end of the spectrum. It's kind of like it hangs out in the same continent. It's like, it's like neighbors with imposter syndrome and it's expectation hangovers. Now, one of my favorite books of all time, and it's so weird because of course I feel this way. So I ran over to my bookshelf and I went to pull this book. This book is nowhere to be found, which is odd because I don't think I've ever misplaced a book in my life. My books are like everything to me. I treat every book I read like a textbook. I mark it up so I can open it. And I always go back to these awesome pages. This book is missing. It's by Christine Hassler. It's called Expectation Hangover. I remember reading it. It was probably one of the first five personal development type books I read when I was really starting out on this transcendental transformative journey in Los Angeles after kind of coming back from really just a serious rock bottom bathroom floor moment whatever you want to call it. Um, I remember marking it up. I remember being on the beach and reading it and having so many aha moments of like, you think your life is supposed to look a certain way and you put all these expectations and these grandiose plans into play. And when they don't work out, you're just left so empty, so confused. So like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And that book really hit for me. So Anyway, I think I left lent it out to someone. So somebody is getting a lot of juice from it. And I love that. I'll just buy a new one. But I digress. I want to talk about expectation hangovers because 
although they are not the polar opposite of imposter syndrome, they kind of live in the same badland area. Like if there was a continent of all these countries and imposter syndrome is there, it's like expectation hangover, not being good enough, fear, anxiety, like they all hang out in the badlands. If you are new to what I call the badlands, it's like the really shitty part of your brain um, and a place where we go and negative thoughts. It reminds me, I said this on a call the other night, if you've never seen The Lion King, probably do that first. Please watch that. <laughs> Duh. But the part where Simba and I think Nala, they like run off and they're not supposed to be where they are. And they're literally in like scars territory. And it's just all like overgrown and scary. And there's like skeletons and it's like death and like awful. That's the badlands in your brain of where you go to when you choose fear over love or when you choose anxiety or you're just in like that downward spiral in your brain. So the badlands expectation hangovers are definitely the badlands. We put so much pressure on ourselves for a pinnacle moment or something in our lives to feel some type of way. And when we get to that place where we think it's going to be life altering or life changing and it's not, we're kind of just left scratching our head like, wow, okay, what does this mean? Because I put all, it's basically like I put all my eggs in this basket for this feeling to feel or this thing in this moment to feel a certain way. And when it doesn't, you're kind of just left like with this kind of gaping hole a little bit, almost like a gaping hole in your heart of like, oh shit, what does this mean? And I kind of felt like that this weekend, if I'm being honest with myself and also having just the courage to be vulnerable on here and say, I waited, we've all waited Boston. I'm talking about Boston specifically. Talk about SoulCycle, my class. I've waited so long to teach. It's, I think it's been seven months now to teach without a mask. And I just thought that yesterday I was going to be just this big moment, this big release, this big aha, this big finish line, like marathon finish line feeling of like, hell yeah, we did it. We did it. Woo. And I have to be honest, I kind of like, I just felt deflated. I kind of felt nothing. I wanted this massive release from all the pain and all the push through and just how gnarly the job has been for two years. And I wanted this pinnacle moment of like, you did it for a reason. Like it was worth it. It was all a meet. Like it was worth it, Mads. And I, the moment fell flat for me and it really made me realize that it's really about the daily, the daily routine of it, the, the actual moments of the day-to-day moments that occur that make, that make it all worth it. And if we're constantly waiting and praying on and hoping for these massive finish line moments in our life to the point where we put all our energy, all our passion, if that's like our thread that we're holding on by, you know, I'm holding on by a thread, then we're almost setting ourselves up for massive hangovers from expectations or expectation hangovers or massive, I don't want to say failures, but just massive letdowns, I guess, because that's, actually not what it's about. And it always takes these kind of 
somewhat sad. I guess it's a little bit sad, you know, glum, these kind of falling flat. I think of like a flat note in a band when it's like, <laughs> like it takes these moments for us to realize that it's not what it's about. It's really about the journey, not the destination. I know that's cheesy Velveeta style, but it really is so true. It's like we put so much in the finish line or the end or the end goal, your end game that then sometimes we don't even enjoy the process because we're so progress driven. That thing, that hill, that goal, that day, that wedding, that thing, you know, that thing. You can insert whatever it is that's specific to your situation there. It can be a date. It can be a time. It could be a promotion. It could be a job. It could be a baby. It could be a million things. This like big, massive that you're, you're like waiting on, you're praying on, um, you're wishing for, hoping for, like marinating and you want it so bad, ruminating and like, and then it happens and then you realize that that's actually not what it's about. Again, like it's about the process. It's about what did I create the last seven months or what was it like or what was the process and what were the moments and the highlights? And looking back, you're like, oh my gosh, I expected this whole thing. It's like I made this all up in my brain for this moment when really the moment was in the daily, you know, the magic in the mundane, the daily things, the daily smiles and happiness and Um, things that would happen day to day, not just this one thing, this one moment. And that is always, you're always, in my opinion, I'm always left kind of like dumbfounded and shocked because you think that we would learn, I would learn, we would learn this thing as we go through life and we have these moments. And yet these moments are always cropping up. I think we are humans having a spiritual experience after all. So we revert back to like our humanness of like, oh my gosh, okay, here we are again. That is your reminder. Like enjoy the day, like the daily, this is your daily life. Like you don't get that time back. So you need to enjoy every single part of it, not just the big pinnacle moments or the finish lines or the gold medal moments or the highlights. You know, we talk about the highlight reel. Like if we're always just planning for that big moment or the highlight reel or the ta-da, then we're missing the mark completely. And it's just really interesting that we have to be reminded by these milestones sometimes to kind of bring us back down to like what truly matters. And this has happened a few times for me in my life. And maybe you can relate to getting a massive job promotion or getting this title that you thought was going to just feel differently. And it kind of reminds me of a concept I've studied and I've had coaches talk about, I talk about, it's if then complex. If I have that job, then I'll feel this way. If I have this house, then I'll feel this way. If I have that couch, my apartment and my home life will be this way. I say that because I saved up forever to buy this couch and I thought it was going to be this like awesome, like big adult moment. Like I'm moving into a new place. I'm going to get this couch. It's going to be like so great. And I did it. And I was like, I feel nothing. Like it was just, it was very instant, very short gratification. And I was like, oh my God, like this is not what it's about. And yet we put so much energy, 
towards what it's supposed to feel like or what we think it's going to feel like or what we think it's going to do for us. And it might do that temporarily. Don't get me wrong. There are those highs where we win or we get the promotion and it lasts a day or a month, maybe a month. I don't know. For me, it's always been like maybe 24 hours, sometimes less than that. Sometimes it's just kind of like, and that is always my kind of bring it back down to earth moment of like, that's not what it's about. And yet I have to learn it over and over and over again to then realize, to bring me back down to earth, to ground me back down of like, it's about your daily life, your daily practices. What are you doing day in and day out to bring joy? And how do you find the magic in the mundane like we've talked about and create those tiny miracles and tiny moments every day, that gratitude every day, that love every day, that really is what makes life so juicy. And having to always look for these moments or these things that if I have this, then I'll feel this way. If I get that promotion, I'll feel this way. If I get that house, I'll feel this way. If we're constantly waiting for outside sources to make us feel some type of way inside, then we are technically always and forever going to be let down. That is essentially what an expectation hangover is. And the wildest part about all this is it is so similar to what I call extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation. And I talked about this, I think one week or two weeks ago in Wicked Fearless, my coaching program, but I was talking about basically if you're constantly searching for things outside of yourself for inspiration and always kind of like dangling a carrot in front of you and hoping that when you achieve whatever that said thing is that you're going to feel differently, then you're going to be massively let down. And that's when you're like, okay, well, motivation, I like to say, even though it's all around you and it can come from so many places and you can feel inspired and people can lift you up and you can get all that, I say that it's finite because you, until you figure out what intrinsically kind of sets your soul on fire and keeps you going and makes it worth it and that why we talk about hammering at home, like why do you do what you do and who do you want to be? instead of being defined by what you do, then you're going to miss the mark every time. And so that is extremely similar, um, almost in the same concept of the expectation hangovers that I was talking about a little earlier on. And so something to think about the next time you engage or go into something and you don't really feel that big hurrah or celebratory celebratory moment, um, it's usually because you're so wiped out or you're blown. I love when Glennon Doyle says that. Like, I'm blown. Just like, you're so out of sorts. Um, And you really thought achieving that thing uh, was gonna really just shift the pendulum or change the tide for you. Then I think it's always really time to look inward and kind of figure out where the path might have veered too far one way or too far another way. It's very much, I use the same Goldilocks complex all the time. Just right. Find that vibration in the middle where it's like, no, it's actually something inside me and it's coming from the inside and the intention we put behind them in our own hearts. One of my favorite quotes is intention fills the car up with gas. So if you're feeling blown or you have that moment where you really thought that you were going to feel differently 
or achieving that outside thing far beyond yourself was going to change something internally in you, then that is a great time to look inward, go over to the mirror and be like, okay, what is this telling me? What did I think this big achievement, promotion, big moment, what did I think was going to happen? Why did I think it was going to happen? And what did I believe in my heart of hearts was it going to do for me? And then kind of reverse engineer from there. And I think every time we have these moments, it's just a great reminder to come back to our why and come back to come back inward, come back to us who we really are. Again, like I kind of mentioned before, we're humans having we're spiritual beings having a human experience, which means we're always going to fail. We're always going to miss the mark. That's just part of what it means to be human and not judging the shit out of yourself and giving yourself some grace and allowing yourself to reroute and get back on track. I used to use that saying a lot of times, you know, ways. If you get lost in your car, ways doesn't scream, oh my gosh, you're a total mess up. You took the wrong job. You did this. Now your life is over. Just shut off the car or like drive it off a cliff. It just simply says rerouting. And what if we looked at our adventure, our journey of life, wherever it leads us as, you know, we're going to mess up. We're going to fall from grace. We're going to fall off course. We're going to you know, have these moments that we build up to try to save us essentially, or to really pull us out from a really bad place. Or we just keep our eyes on the prize thinking that it's going to be the be all end all and just completely change us. And when it doesn't, we're left on the ground. And that is simply when you have to figure out how do I reroute from here? And um, where did I go? Where did I go wrong in the sense of how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? And also what void is this filling? where I'm unable to do or I'm I'm covering up and shunning away the inner work that I really need to do on myself to to actually become a better version of myself. That has been kind of what's on my heart for the last 48 hours and hopefully maybe it will bring some light to something that might be going on in your life right now or something that you might be putting way too much energy towards or putting quote unquote all your eggs in one basket and hoping for this certain outcome that just may or may not happen. And the closer, the sooner you can figure that out when you're doing that, the quicker you can reroute and kind of remember your why, the the inner stuff like the guts of why you do what you do instead of placing all your hopes and desires and dreams and wishes on something outside of yourself when that's just totally not what it's about and you got to bring it back around to what it is and it's about you, your inside, what's on the inside, your true why, your purpose, what lights you up, your passion and what makes you feel powerful. So That's what I got for you on this fine ass afternoon. I hope that you grabbed a little nugget and something just hit for you in the moment when you needed it. That's what I always hope for. I love hearing from you. It means the world to me. Every kind message, every, oh my gosh, I just needed this today, this walk, this hit, whatever. It is just so awesome to see and and, and know that when you press publish, it's actually changing someone's life out there. And if it hit for you today, maybe you share it with a friend who might need it as well. That is all I could ever ask for. And until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.